Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Your New Year's Eve mission has been assigned. Safe House invites you to attend Chicago's number one New Year's Eve festivity, The Bond Ball. Ring in the New Year James Bond style with hundreds of your closest friends. What? Enjoy dancing, drinks, and late night debauchery in the unique ambience Safe House has to offer. This is like they're uh, advertising on the wrong podcast. <laughs> Tickets include live DJ, dance party, late night food buffet, two champagne toasts, and a hosted bar until 1.30 a.m. Purchase your tickets at safehousechicago.com before they sell out. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Internet-y. Oh, Internet no. friends. And work. Work friends. And when you Twitter, cross those streams. Never cross the streams. Well, they're doing it. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen, listen. I, like so many people have several problems right now that are 100% my fault. Let's hear it. So today, I forgot to eat food until I came to the office. And it is 4.30. It is 4.30. In the afternoon. I forgot until my body said, hey, I'm done functioning for the day if you're not going to put any food in me. And I was like, okay, well. Your brain's like, well, I'm going night-night. Good night. And so, well, good night till tomorrow, I guess. Maybe we'll get some food tomorrow. Yeah. It was like in Stardew Valley when you hit red energy at like 2 p.m. And then you just pass out. You and, just have to, that's the, the only choice. And then you get fined by the town. Right. For falling asleep in public. Unless you eat a Survivor burger. Oh. They have those in Stardew Valley. Anyway, also, did not take my meds. Train, <laughs> I just forgot. Train. I don't know what my problem is. Also, I've been hobbling around because I hurt my foot. How'd you hurt your foot? Being 33. <laughs> so in my 30s, like so many people, my body is slowly falling apart. This is true. However, there are benefits such as I'm slower, so I don't run into things and bruise myself like oh. I used to. So it's, you know, it's give and yeah. take. Yeah, yeah. You Glass half full kind of person. Exactly. Jen, I could not have possibly been doing less. I was <laughs> at my computer playing Civ as I always am. Yes. Uh, enjoying some night wine, but during the day because nice. I'm on vacation now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You're on holiday vacation. Right. And just my foot was like, no, thanks. And so I tried to stand up. My foot was like, not today, buddy. Where's the, the foot pain? Here, Where is the foot? I already have my shoes off just for this purpose. You, oh, yep. You were prepared. Your heel. No, it's it's this. It's the meat inside of this area, the arch area. Oh, man. I've heard. I pulled a muscle in my arch before, and it is horrible. It feels like that. But Jen, again, was not doing anything. Maybe you, um, maybe it's like a, like a cramp that turned into a strain. Uh, I'm so mad. See, I, I'm suspicious now because you told me that you didn't eat. Yeah. Take your meds. Have you been drinking Wawa? That's the one thing I have been doing. Got it. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I'm really into tea these days. Though now it's it's cold. And I drink a lot of herbal tea without caffeine in it. So. I think it's still a diuretic though, isn't it? Drink well, some I mean, water. I piss all the time. You piss all the time. And not, not to brag. Plus, it would be funny if, like, your body was totally fine, but the one part of you that got, like, crampy and dehydrated is the heel of your left foot. That's really yeah. funny. Help, help. <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, now that I'm drinking this LaCroix, I think my foot feels a little better. Shut up. 
That's amazing. I'll be really Dr. Jin. I'll be really mad if all I needed was this cup of ramen and this LaCroix. And now I'm good to go. So can you walk on it? What's no, your deal? I, I'm hobbling. Oh. I'm ho- hobbling around. Emma, it's fine. I mean, you know. I uh I pulled a muscle in the heel of my foot, like right where you pointed, the day before PAX East. <gasps> back when we did PAX, like big PAX times. That's not good. It was horrible. I'm just gonna yeah. keep massaging my foot while we record. Yeah. Do some okay. heat, get some a heating pad, then some ice and some heat. I'm sold. Jen, your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. Otherwise, how are you? I have been running around from thing to thing today, meeting to meeting, and I've had a lot of caffeine and I kind of feel like I have too many tabs open in my brain. Mm. You know, I got to like, like later I need to like sit down and like look through why I had this tab open, examine it and either like take action or close it. Maybe later tonight I'll have time to do that because I've not had time today. Jen, what a healthy human being you are. (laughs) (laughs) If I had too many tabs open in my brain, I would be like, well, 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 it's easy for me to say that. It's much easier for me to slam the mental computer clothes and throw it against a building. Yeah. Which some days, that's what you got to do. Yeah, put it in a dumpster. Speaking of putting computers in dumpsters, we think that's what both of these askers should do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is going to be an interesting one, Trin, because I sincerely don't know what either of these people should do. I, it I is don't either. not obvious to me at all. Okay, here's the problem that we're coming up with, Jen. So we've been doing this podcast like three years And now. we're cocky now. No, it's not even. So here's the thing. I don't even feel like we're cocky. I, I don't. Well, uh, you know what? Never mind. Because now I'm thinking about it. Every time we record, we're like, well, that we nailed that. Shit. We're really good at this advice yeah. thing. And so now people are giving us their like actually complicated questions because they trust us like fools. We lured them. Yeah. And so now we have difficult problems we don't know how to solve. And maybe by the end of this episode, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I kind of want to be like, yeesh. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> good night, everyone. All right. Question one. Question one. I am very close to completing my undergrad science degree. Congrats. That's very cool. I want to do further study, either honors or master's to start. Basically, I want to be a scientist. I have started interacting on Twitter with some scientists who have taught me, but also lady scientists around the world, as I tend to be one. I guess I am struggling with my online identity. I don't really consider myself a real scientist yet, but I feel like I need to be a science tweeter to interact with these women. And I feel like I want to be my nerdy self— but I don't know whether I will do something that could damage my future career if I haven't already. How do you straddle the line between being yourself and being marketable online? I can't think of two people you should ask less. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because like Trin and I have been on Twitter for a long time and I don't know how to be normal on there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to engage with brands as a normal way. I don't, okay, everything that I've ever posted on Twitter has gone through several layers of, is this okay to tweet? Yes. And that's still what you get. Mm -hmm. Like, if you could get to the private Twitter in my brain, oof. I, that would be bad. I want to look through your tweets right now. Oh, and, no. And let's see if, okay, Jen, I'm going to open up your tweets, and I'm going to see if I would hire you based on your tweets. Okay. Okay, picture of a dog. Very good. <laughs> oh, some compliments about our podcast. Well, yeah, I'd hire you. I'm just going to fave everything. On a podcast, look good. Wow, I didn't see any of these. What's going on? Yeah. Am I still following you? What the fuck? So I would hire you based on these tweets. Lots of dogs. So here, <laughs> okay, you did have a picture of a dog, and it says, interesting, no ring. <laughs> and, like, okay, um, they're— A little a, weird? A little weird. <laughs> you got a little weird, Twitter. I have to record two—Jen <laughs> Dangerous, December 12th. I have to record two podcasts today. Hardest working lady in show business? Maybe. Maybe so. Jen, yeah, um, 
you'll ever believe this. Even internet bad boys such as myself get sore throats. I just wanted to read all of your tweets out loud to you. You don't have to do that. But here's the thing. Like, none of these are... You would fight. You would be fired. No, at a normal company, you would nah, not be fired. No, nah. but somebody at your company might, fi- such as in the next question. Yes, God, yes. Somebody at your company might find these tweets and be like, "You're fucking strange." Yeah, yeah, and they, that's not even the half of it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. So I guess you have to decide how Twitter is working for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's say I wanted to make a radical career change and maybe go into the science. I would probably lock down my Twitter account. Yeah. Or heavily disguise it. Not even because I think, like, your stuff is offensive. No, it's not offensive. And I don't tweet mean things to people. You just don't even want to fucking deal with it. Exactly. It's like, why even leave this open to possibility? Yeah. That's how I would think about it. Yeah, I think it's important to, and God, this is so terrible that we have to think about it this way. But you have to think about the worst possible scenario and decide if you're cool with that. Right. So, So basically, every time you tweet and you put something on the internet, you are making a decision to say, if somebody takes this the wrong way or judges me harshly for this, I've decided it's worth it to put I this have opinion to be okay online. with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like and so that sucks. It's called the posters. It's called the, the posters. Poster syndrome? The posters. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. It's called the posters degree. Every time one logs on, you have to make the decision. You do. Yeah. You don't have to be on Twitter. You also don't have to be marketable on Twitter. Right. You you can you can just have a picture of bread as your profile picture and just like engage with people the way that you want to. Yeah. I mean, don't don't be a shithead and we don't really care how you engage on the internet and most people won't, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, like there are very few things I think you could say that would be damaging to your career. I think maybe you might on a person to person level somebody might disagree with you and then like not want to interact with you or right, something like that. Right. And are you specifically looking for a job in science communication or a future in science communication? Because social media in science degrees or higher levels of science scientific study might not be that relevant. Yeah, I don't I can't imagine. All the sciencey people I know do not use Twitter. That's just anecdotally. Well, I also feel like I agree with you, Jen. And and it might just be that the people who are loudest on science Twitter are people who are interested in communication. Exactly. And and you don't have to be that person, 100%. I forgot where I was going with this. It sounded good. Right, didn't it? <laughs> it so- I sounded like authoritative. I, yeah, I was sitting down. I put my hands under my chin and started to stare at you because I knew yeah. you were going somewhere good. I was ready to give a point, but I don't have it. Okay, we'll move on. Well, let's talk about Twitter marketing for real for a second. Because yeah. my, my first instinct is to say, don't do this. Be yourself on the internet. Don't engage with shitheads. Don't be a shithead. And it's fine. But for real, though, let's talk about, let's get real about Twitter marketing. Oh, that's a terrible sentence. I don't like it. Um, what do you like talking about? Like, what do you find interesting? What are you knowledgeable about? Talk about that. Yeah, Done. It, that's marketing. But also, like, what do you gain from doing it? Like, if all you gain is a possible avenue for your colleagues to dislike you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But Let's like, be real. Do you want to have another way to talk to your colleagues? I never did. Yeah. But I'm still on Twitter. So let's talk about the good, the things that we find good on Twitter for us. Because, like, Twitter is part of our jobs in a weird, oblique way. Yeah. I mean, Twitter was really fun in, like, 2011 through 2013. Yeah, now it's not anymore. Now it's horrible. I enjoy... I mean, obviously, like, I promote some of my work through Twitter. Yeah, me too. I really like having hot takes and people agreeing with me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for positive feedback from cool people that are in your field, it's a good way to do it. Yeah. It won't happen right away. (laughs) Trin and I have been on the internet for a long, long time. (laughs) 
here's another thing. So it seems like the asker wants to engage with these women. So is it that you are seeing these women on the internet? Okay, okay, okay. Wait, hold on. We got to break this down. This is the point I think I was trying to make ooh, earlier. Ooh, ooh. So one of the things we talked about on the podcast is if you have Twitter envy for people that you're seeing online, figure out why that is. Is it that you want to be respected? You want to be agreed with? You want to have a platform for your ideas? Then, I mean, I guess Twitter could be a good place to go. But is it that you are looking at these lady scientists and saying, I wish I could socialize with more lady scientists and this is the only avenue in which I can do it? That's not true. You can find another avenue to talk to lady scientists. I'm hoping and assuming that there are universities and museums around you. And, you know, we've mentioned my weird obsession with the Field Museum in Chicago. I'm part of the Collections Club now. Oh, uh, you little dork. I love it. It's great. And we um, we uh, put together uh, filing systems for ferns and moss samples. Oh, my so. God. That is so trend. Yeah. I love it. So I get to talk to, you know, fellow weirdos, but also like there are scientists there and like, you know, some people who are like hardcore into science, like take on more responsibilities. They get chummy with these scientists, etc. What I'm saying is you can do this in real life. You don't have to internet. You you can just do it. Yeah. Don't put all your weight on, on Twitter. Like if you are interested in exploring science, getting higher degrees, whatever, whatever. Twitter really might not come up at all. Think about job fairs, having someone else look at your cover letter and resume professionally. What are you reading right now? That author probably is doing a book tour or coming to a bookstore near you. Go meet that author in person. Yeah. And this is not to say that you shouldn't also enjoy Twitter. Like, however you feel comfortable with doing Twitter is fine. You know, if it's saving people's articles and finding more resources through these lady scientists, like, that's great. That is super, super good. You don't have to build a brand for yourself in order to do that. You know, you don't have to be like a big Twitter player in order to, like, hang. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Not at all. I think that's probably one of the best things about being in a field that's not marketing. All in all. Seek out real life ways to engage with these people if you don't want to do the Internet thing. Like really, honestly, have a sit down and say, like, what good does this do me? Is it worth the energy that I'm putting in or am I just finding another avenue in which to feel inferior to people? Oh, my God, Trin, that is so good. Yeah, my advice is usually if you're not on Twitter already, don't get on it. Yeah, why? Why would I Why would I ever encourage you to go to this platform that makes me sad every day? Every day. Yeah. And it's owned by an actual Nazi. Yeah. I like, mean, they're, you're going to be a scientist, and that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Don't spoil your brain no. by using a shitty part of the internet. Yeah, Jen and I can't escape at this point. Yeah, it's like part of my DNA. Yeah, like we, we all of our friends are on Twitter that we've met people on Twitter. Like if we do anything of any note, Twitter's like the only way we could tell anybody about it. We don't have anybody's phone number. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I have like taken a step back from Twitter. Don't tweet like I used to. You know, no one tweets like they used to. Back when Twitter was the Wild yeah. West in like 2011, anything could happen. But these days it's mostly yelling and sadness. So I turned off all notifications for Twitter on my phone. So that means if someone tweeted at me right now, I wouldn't know about it until I physically opened the app. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it until I feel like it. This is how done with Twitter I already am, is that like I turned off any ads from people who don't follow me. Yep, totally. So like I, uh, I'm i not really there to make like new friends. I'm here to interact with the people I already talked to. Yeah, I'm not here to make friends. No. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, here to make some enemies. <laughs> So, um, so Jen, I really liked, um, you mentioned having a locked account, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't talk about it yet. But I was thinking, like, if you want to see how it feels to be on the internet, maybe start with a locked account and mentally pretend it's not locked. 
I agree. Yeah, that's a good place to start because then you get to see the things you type up here on your timeline. Maybe look back on them after a week and be like, I don't like this. I wish I didn't say that yeah. out loud. Well, it doesn't matter because you have no, you're locked. Yeah. And if you, okay, let's say you do continue talking to, you know, replying to, if you're, <laughs> you're going to be a reply guy. You're replying to women on the internet. Don't make your avatar uh, an egg. No, it doesn't have, do it. does not have to be a picture of you. It can be no, anything. You do not have to use your, your real name. But like, you know, try and look like a human. And also don't reply to women that often. Try not to. Bother men all you want. People that aren't men, maybe, you know, give some well, space. this person's a lady, so they have more room to talk to ladies. Yeah, that's true. So I hope we answered your question at all. But ultimately, we are answering your question with a question, just like on Jen's favorite show, Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Geoparty. Decide what you want to get out of this. Because I think that you're expecting more out of it than will actually happen. Yeah. Like, if you want to be part of the discourse, have a good time. Oh, God. The discourse. Do you want to dip your toe in? Do you want to get all jiggy in the discourse? It it feels like you're asking if you should, like, dive in to a scummy pond. Yeah. And Trin and I are like, you can. Like, we found some cool rocks under the pond. Like, sure. There's some of us in here that are, like, kind of having a good time. But for the most part, we all kind of want to get out of this pond. And we can't. We are stuck in. There's no way out of the pond. Yeah. Like, there's no. We're here. Yeah. We're we're in it. Yeah. And you're like, should I? And we're like, uh, think about it. I don't think so. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, so, our, uh, to answer your question, maybe. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Just you just ask yourself some more questions. Ask yourself what you want to get out of it. Decide what you are comfortable with. And then also remember that your career is not going to hinge on your Twitter account. It never will. Is that it? That's it. Thank God. That was difficult. Next one. Okay, friendshippers, I've got a complicated one for you here. Damn right. Damn right you do. Whoa. Okay, here we go. I rarely, if ever, speak to anyone at work because I've totally reached my friend capacity and I am pretty awkward in person. So I prefer to have very casual, low-maintenance Twitter friends instead. That being said, there's this one girl at work who is so cool and I recently, through retweets, not stalking, I promise stumbled on her on Twitter, which confirms she is just as progressive and nerdy and rad as I had gathered from our very brief conversations at work. I really want to follow her because she has cool tweets. But I use a Twitter with a pseudonym and I never cross the real life slash internet streams for safety. Would it be creepy to follow her without her knowing who I am? Two important caveats that are actually important. Yeah. One, she is trans. So I know that internet safety is a big deal for her too, and I would hate for her to think I'm stalking her to dig up work dirt or whatever. Two, glancing through her profile. Oh, this is so juicy. I found a tweet saying she's seen me at work and has a crush on me. I am totally flattered by this, but I'm not interested. But I also wouldn't want her to feel awkward about that either. This is so bad. Terrible. (laughs) This is the worst. But it's kind of great, too. It's a, I, I, okay, like— This is, like, millennial shit. Thank you for bringing this to us. Yeah. This, like, it's, I feel like you're a, a raven who, um, you know how ravens will bring you gifts? Oh, and, yeah. Like, just weird, shiny yeah, yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, like when cats bring you, like, a dead mouse. Like a dead, yeah. That's kind of what you brought us. You thank, kinda, yeah. Yeah, thank you for this really engaging dead lizard for us to pour upon. But, okay, so here we go. The first thing that we want to cover is, we don't have pronouns for you. Are you a cis dude? And this is important because it complicates things if you are because you are a threat. It is not your fault that you are a threat. It is the way the world has been set up. She has to really keep an eye on her safety. 
And if you say to her in real life, the honest explanation of, hey, like I've seen you around on Twitter. You seem really, really cool. Like I I would like to follow you. Is that cool kind of thing? The thing that people should say is like, yes, it's fine. My public profile. Like no big deal. But if she says no, it is your responsibility to then leave her alone forever and try really, really, really hard to not be wounded by this because it's not your fault. The entire world is set up to be against her, but it is your job to make it her life in her internet space as safe as you possibly can through your personal actions. So no matter how you go through this, particularly if you are cis, particularly if you are a dude, remember to not take anything too personally and to take her personal safety in your hands. Yeah, I feel like they skimmed the surface on mentioning that, and I'm really glad they mentioned it. Yes. But take it one step further mentally and be like, okay, I could make this person feel unsafe yes. with, with my own with my identity. So like, be careful. Right. So everything we say from here on out is a little bit softened for you if you are a lady type, an, an NB type. But if you are a man, take everything with like a million grains of salt and be gentle. Uh, having said that, it is totally not weird to follow her. Like 100% not weird. Yeah, it's it's public. Mm -hmm. Your other coworkers follow this person, right? They mentioned through we, through we tweets. <laughs> Weeb tweets. <laughs> through RTs that they found them. So I think it's okay. I don't think it's creepy. It's a public profile. But it is kind of odd that your identity is hidden, right? Yeah. It's it's not so much that it's like odd because yeah, like... Yeah. In a bubble, it's not odd at all. In a no. vacuum, totally not weird. For you to like shadow follow this person, they don't know who you are. I would feel a little weird about that. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. So like when in doubt, don't follow. I 100% agree. Yeah. I would say if you feel comfortable enough to have a really brief conversation about this. And I would say wait a little while longer. I would like enough time to have passed that it is reasonable that you could have opened her profile and not seen the crush tweet. Oh, that is so good. That is very savvy. The crush tweet. Oh, the crush as if tweets. this isn't complicated enough. <sighs> I really want to know how this person gave away that it was you they had a crush on. I mean, did they say you by name? I bet they, I bet, I bet she was like, um, the one boy at work or, or whatever. That cute girl wearing the yellow dress, and it was the day that this person yeah, was yeah. wearing yellow yeah, dress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so to everyone else listening, before you tweet about your work crush and your name is on your profile, don't tweet about your work crush. Don't talk about crushes on real people ever. Yeah, only like fake celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes, Aroni. Right. <laughs> Yikes, Aroni. Uh, I love it. Uh, That's the name of the episode. But here's the thing. I can also understand how liberating it is for her to be able to be trans and queer and really lean into that identity that has been denied to her for so long. That is so understandable oh, to want yeah. to talk about crushes. To feel open. Yeah. To have a space of friends. Yes. Yep. I get it. But also, man, please, everyone, remember that people can read tweets. It sucks because like this person has obviously been denied. Yes. I've yeah, yeah. been denied the ability to talk about crushes openly, probably for most of their life. Yes. But man, this isn't the avenue I'd recommend. I agree. Yeah. Maybe so, for a closed private Twitter account with like your five best friends. Yes. I think that's cool. But. I feel like this is like the one time where I'd be like, oh, girl, go ahead and tweet about your crushes. But also, but like, like, you the, know, it has consequences, you know? It does. It does. Like, I, like, I don't think that she's like weird for posting about it. No. I do think that it was perhaps ill-advised. Yeah. Um, You're being extremely online. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So how this plays out for you is, again, I think that at the very least, it's important to wait a little bit before you bring this up. And I think the conversation is a really simple one to have. Just you're in the break room and say, oh, my gosh, I've been meaning to tell you about this. A few days ago, you were retweeted into my Twitter feed. I don't want you to feel like I'm stalking you or anything. I swear it's just because we have a lot of common interests. Um, Would you mind if I follow you? Like, you seem kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. so, Trin, are you saying that if you feel comfortable enough to say that, then you're okay to, like, follow, assuming they're okay with it. Yeah, I think that if you have a level of comfort with this person, enough like break room conversations where it is clear like, yes, you're progressive too. Yes, you don't judge this person's queerness or anything like that. Like, yes, you you know each other's names yeah, and like each other's yeah. faces. Yeah, I mean, I, that's just such a benign thing. Totally. Plus, this is like how queer people find each other. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, honestly, like half of my friends in Chicago, it will one half is from like game nights, like uh, gay game nights, and the other one is just like, okay, we all found each other on the internet and we like the same memes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can tell a lot about someone's like inner workings based on how they are on the internet. I totally agree. For better or for worse. Like there's this fine line between you may feel like you know them too well based on their tweets and also like, yeah, you do know a little bit about them based on their tweets. But I think it's kind of lovely that you found this person or like, oh man, I have so much in common. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how I felt when I first found Trin on Twitter. I was like, oh my God. We're going to be friends. Yeah. Yeah, I could just tell. As soon as you said Jen Dangerous, I was like, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Jen Dangerous is her Twitter profile. Please feel free to follow her. Jen with two N's. The second N stands for no fuckboys and no commenting on my jokes unless it's LOL. Thank you. Thank you for setting the ground rules. No worries. Yep, you nailed it. You don't get to bother her. Let's also talk about the crush thing one more time. Just because I want to be double, triple clear with the asker that, one, I hope that you are not more interested in being her friend knowing that she has slash had a crush on you. Don't be too flattered by that. Yeah, crushes are very fleeting. They are passing. They're like the wind. <laughs> they just they could just ruffle your coat a little bit, then move on. It gets in your feathers. I mean, you said you're not interested, but make sure you're not interested in this person. Right. It's not even a matter of being interested. It's more a matter of, I don't want you to strengthen this friendship in the hopes that it will flatter your ego. Exactly. And you might not, that could, you might be doing that. Yeah. And it doesn't make you a bad person. No, it makes you extremely normal. And it also like just, I mean, you just have to think about it hard enough and then you realize it. Do I want to befriend this person because they make me feel good? Right. That's not really a good reason to be friends with someone. Right. Like I have all hot friends, obviously, but I'm not friends with them because they're hot. They just, just incidental. All, in, coincidentally, I happen to get along with fellow hot people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So just make sure that you are not too flattered by that tweet. Give it enough time for that tweet to have, like, faded. God, I really hope that she stops posting about the asker, though. Yeah. Like, what if she, like, starts playing, like, day seven of work crush uh, oh, DEFCON 2. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Then you have, like, an HR situation. Yeah. Oh, well, well, do you, though? Because, like, if I had a crush on somebody at my job and I was, like, dishing about it to you. I mean, if they weren't using any identity things. Yes. Posting about it on the internet is so dicey. It is. Because no one knows how to handle it. Like, it's so it's new. And HR and, you know, organizations and companies just overcorrect. Yeah. They're like, you tweeted about some of the company, you're fired. I don't know what else to do. It's yeah. not really fair. If that happens, okay, so because I don't think it will. Nah, me either. I, this is I, a very unlikely possibility. This is another question where I want to be like, hey, give me a follow-up because if the situation changes, like, we'll, we'll talk about it then. But right now, we're just assuming there's the, the one. Yeah, plus, you can be friends with someone that at one point had a crush on you. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how people meet each other. Yeah, Jen, you would have no friends if you didn't have friends with people who used to oh, have crushes like, on oh, you. Like, Oh you would God. have zero oh. male friends. 
Like I'm just going through them in my brain. <laughs> so it's totally, it is, it is okay. What I hope and what I really think is that this is going to open the door to a very casual, fun, meme-sharing internet friend. Yeah, I, I, I think really this do. could go very well. Yeah. Maybe wait. I think I think you mentioned this trend. Yeah, I'm wait. just going to bring it up again. Yeah. Wait until that one tweet is, what the fuck was that? Is that a drum? It sounded like someone banged the gong. But it wasn't the gong. No. There is a gong There here. is a gong in the office. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said I, the, go- the, the gong, gong and not a gong. Remember when it used to have a sign that says, don't put your bare hands on yeah, there, but it was bare? Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Wait until that one tweet is like, gone. Give it till springtime. Oh, that's such a good idea. Because her Twitter feed will probably be better in the springtime anyway, because everybody's grumpy over the holidays. Yeah, give it some time. Yeah, let her vent all of her family issues and stuff. And then about like mm, end of February, early March. Don't do it on Valentine's Don't Day. Don't do it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Don't do it on Valentine's Day. Don't do it on Easter. That's the Lord's Day. <laughs> be sensitive. Keep holy the Sabbath. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think you have all the correct fears. I think just, you know, re-examine your priorities, re-examine your, um, what's it called when you have a reason to do something? Incentive? Yes. Re-examine those and, uh, and just make sure that you keep it as casual as possible. Yeah, I think that's great. You know, we might, if this were phrased differently, we might be like, give them space, leave them alone. But you're right, Trin, they brought up a lot of legit concerns, which leads me to think like, they've got a good mind about this. They're already conscious of how this person will feel when you try to befriend them. I think that's pretty smart. I really, I agree. I I think that because they have the correct fears and the things they connect on are like really important too. Yeah, like deep stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it would be nice to have a little ally at work. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, email us, email us yeah. again. Yeah. And, and what you might have on your hands is a Jen and Trin style of friendship because <gasps> that's how we became friends. What if they start a podcast? As long as it doesn't do as well as ours, I'm totally fine with that. I totally agree with you. Never tell us your numbers. You'll be hearing from our lawyers. Well, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you'd like to email us a question, we would love to have that question. Email it to us, yum, 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 at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to shop our store, you can at thefriendshippingstore.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we're at Do Friendship. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you. I laugh every time I say that because, like, I mean it so deeply. Yeah, sorry. Like, every now <laughs> sorry, and then, we're like, Ian, like, Man, we we owe you another like 10 bucks or something for this one. Um, (laughs) Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio work. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the problem. Okay, friendship. (laughs) Friendship. That has to go after the beat. (laughs) Friendship.